0: Is Jameis Winston the biggest dynasty buy this offseason of all quarterbacks? All that and more in this episode of Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football,
1: part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate
0: Madjuke.
1: Welcome into the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, everybody. I am Kate Madjuke. You could follow me on Twitter at FFBallBlast. And as always, I am joined by my co host, Marcus Mosier. You could follow him on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Give the show a follow at Locked on Dynasty. And of course, check us out on YouTube where we are currently uh, streaming. It, you guys can check out my new office for my new house. Just saying. Um, there's literally nothing on the walls, so there's nothing to be but is that, is that uh, a way for you
0: to tell the listeners, Hey, to send you like a Jersey or a helmet and you'll put it in the backdrop of your, uh, you know,
1: Marcus, that's a, that's a really good plug. Um, and (laughs) you know, that I'm, I'm not saying I'm not telling anybody what to do, but I mean, man, that would be just such a heartwarming gesture, guys, uh, help me decorate my wall. Help me. (laughs) This is bland. It's gray. It's, uh, it's bleak, but. You know what's not bleak, Marcus, is uh, our outlook on the New Orleans Saints. Because mm. I have to say, while I was researching this episode, we're going to talk about our dynasty buys, sells, and holds for the New Orleans Saints, continuing on with that series. So if you missed any of our episodes, please go back and check them out. By the way, uh, doing the NFC South this week, as I was researching the New Orleans Saints, I was so shocked at how interesting this roster is and i really like it i really yeah, like this yes. this whole team and marcus i'm just gonna give you a spoiler i didn't have any cells that i could think of I, or i i have one cell oh, i but do it's sort of do worry I, a, I got one I, I, it's it's a, a cell but it's a cell that i don't want to sell uh gotcha. if that makes sense on my yeah.
0: rosters it hurts But this is a team that I really like this season. I've already went to bet online and I've placed a bet on their win total over eight and a half wins. I put a bet on them to make a playoffs and maybe sprinkled a bet or two on them to win the NFC South. I love this team. I'm so excited to talk about them. So, Kate, give us your biggest dynasty buy for the Saints.
1: All right. I'm going to talk a little bit about one of my favorite buys. And I've been talking about this guy a lot because, man, Marcus, I think the disrespect is ridiculous here. And that is Michael Thomas, uh, wide receiver for the New Orleans Mm. Saints, who I think people have forgotten about. I think they've forgotten about him because, well, Marcus, it's been a really long time since he's played football. Uh, We have not seen him on the football field for a very long, long time. And that's like the saddest thing ever. Cause he was on an absolute tear. Uh, Michael Thomas, he's been rehabbing an ankle injury, uh, that he suffered back in 2019 missed the, or sorry, 2020 missed the entire 2021 season. Um, due to some setbacks in that rehab process, he's still not a hundred percent, which I think has everybody, uh, sweating it, sweating it out a little bit, but I do think, uh, you know, the reports that he is going to be uh, ready, probably by training camp. I'm hopeful that this means that we are actually going to see Michael Thomas on a football field this year. Again, not super pumped. I like, I know there are so many red flags here. Um, Not super pumped about the fact that he's not yet ready, but we have to remember like this dude's ankles were torn up, like literally torn up. And he continued playing through that that horrific ankle injury. I believe he had two ankle injuries, right? Like weren't Mm -hmm. both ankle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wanted to play with Drew Brees. So the dude just stayed on the football field, which I'm going to admit probably not good for his, uh, his long-term prospect of rehabbing that injury, but played through all of that had, you know, a, a major, major ankle surgery, and you know what, Marcus, I have heard that ankles are pretty important to wide receivers and, uh, the running mechanisms that, uh, are in place for them. But look, Marcus, like I, I get all the red flags from the health perspective, but outside of health, is there any concern about Michael Thomas? Cause he's sitting as the wide receiver 45. He is 29 years old, but listen to this, Marcus. Dating back to the 2017 season, and again, this is about, uh, you know, Michael Thomas has missed a complete season in 2021. Michael Thomas still ranks sixth in receptions over that span of time, dating back to 17 uh, among all wide receivers, 10th in receiving yards. Mm -hmm. Like that's freaking bananas. The guy has barely played football in a very very long time. Um, I like Michael Thomas still ranks uh, 21st in receiving touchdowns, which is crazy because the, the time he played in 2020, uh, 2020, he didn't score any like yep. this. This dude is an absolute freak. He like, as long as he is on the football field, I think we need to buy into him as a wide receiver. And Mike Marcus, I don't think there's any wide receiver In that range of players around wide receiver 45, 46, that has the kind of upside that Michael Thomas does.
0: All right. This is really fun because I love it when we start off the show with a big disagreement because Michael Thomas is one of my biggest sells, not only for the Saints, but in all of Dynasty right now. I, I just think there's so many flashing red lights that I I just want to get off of him as quick as I can. I mean, you mentioned, you're not going to get
1: anything. That's the issue, uh,
0: but maybe, but if I can get something, I'm happy because I just, I, I don't see it happening again for Michael Thomas. Typically when you see somebody miss 18 months of football, they don't all of a sudden come back and they're the same player. They're, they're a diminished player. They have a smaller role. And I think the moves the Saints made this offseason tell you a lot about what they think of Michael Thomas long-term, right? They gave up a king's ransom to go get Chris Olave. They signed Jarvis Landry. I I just – I don't think you make those moves if you feel like Michael Thomas is going to be back to being an all-pro player. Okay, there's just so many warning signs here between obviously the health, but the age. He's 20 – he's 29 – that's when receivers really start to drop off. We've seen his efficiency drop in three straight years, or excuse me, four straight years from 2017 to 2019. He was averaging 160 targets per season. I just don't think he's going to get that kind of volume in this new offense with, with Sean Payton gone, but Drew Brees gone. I just don't see that. And so if I have a receiver that's losing efficiency, losing his target share, getting older, not making as many plays off the catch and, uh, and still not clear to practice, I would rather just trade him for, hey, if I can get Christian Kirk right now, thanks. If I can get Adam Thielen, perfect. If I can even get DeAndre Hopkins, who's a little older but going to be healthy at some point this season, I will take that. I, I, I'm just out on Michael Thomas.
1: I I mean, that's totally fair. The, the only thing that I keeps coming back to me is that Again, it's really hard to find anybody with the kind of upside that Michael Thomas has. We know he's obsessed with football. We know he's a competitor. We know his ego is like as big as, you know, a mansion. uh, I don't know, some rich person's mansion. Um, Like, we know that this dude is going to want to be back on the field. I don't think there have been any questions about his work ethic or anything like that. Obviously, there's been questions about his team, uh, his relationship with the team. But like uh, you know you mentioned the moves they've made i think there's another move that they made that kind of indicates to me that uh, they're you know planning on michael thomas being around they converted almost 15 million dollars of a salary into a signing bonus this year which uh, effectively pushes that into the future would they have done that if they don't plan for michael thomas to be around cuz
0: maybe they they just needed i mean they weren't such a big they cap.
1: needed cap space but yeah but I, I mean, Michael Thomas, I, I just think that I, let, I don't see what the risk is. Let me to ask you this. Either trade question. for him, hold on to him. I don't see any risk whatsoever.
0: At what point would you be willing to be like, you know what? I have to move him. Like, if he's not ready to go by August, like he's still not practicing when we get to training camp, uh, at that point would you be concerned? Because that would be, I mean, we're getting into like 18, 19 months of him not doing anything on the football field.
1: I if he's not ready for training camp, I'm officially concerned. But Marcus, the thing that like has me um in more of a buy- buying pattern for Michael Thomas is the fact that the the return just isn't isn't fantastic right now. Like I mean, you're going to get a, uh, you know, 2023 20, second round pick, okay? Like what is the upside of my second round pick? Like LaVisca Chennault in a second
0: for yeah, Michael Thomas in a third. Like I I would rather flip him for another receiver that can help you this year. For example, Hunter Renfro is being drafted several spots behind him, right? I would just rather have Hunter Renfro going forward straight up. And I'm not even sure. Really interesting
1: because you mentioned all of the, uh, uh, all of the, you know, weapons that the, the saints added. And that was oh. a, that was a, Detour for you on Michael Thomas, but here you're still in on Hunter Renfro. See, I think I'm just saying there there's no risk like we've seen more upside from Michael Thomas than we have from Hunter Renfro. And I'm not saying that Hunter Renfro is not a great wide receiver because I think, um, you know, his ability to showcase those talents with a premium target share this year showed you exactly the kind of wide receiver that Hunter Renfro is. But again that team made a move to trade for Devonte Adams. They don't view, uh, I, I don't think they view Hunter Renfro as the overall wide receiver one for that team. I'm just, I'm in on Michael Thomas at the cost, but I, okay. I a hundred percent get it. It's just for me, it, it's coming back to upside. And I keep, I, I keep looking at that. Um, I mean, you know, ahead of the, the big big injury, uh, dating back to 2017. Again, he was a wide receiver one in over half his games uh, with the team. Wide receiver two in 25 percent of the games. Like that was a very safe player with a very 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 yep. very very high floor. Like that's hard to beat. I I'm I, I'm you're in on my regardless.
0: List- yeah, I'm out. I, I want to hear what the listeners say. So please please He's tweet us. The free us
1: guys. Yeah. Free
0: is um, for me. All right, let's, uh, let's move on. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Brock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local auto parts store to stock up on all the parts you need. But Brock Auto has everything from engine control modules, brake parts, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether, for, whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection. Reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. All right, Kate. So I gave you my dynasty cell in Michael Thomas. Uh, Can you give me your dynasty cell with the Saints?
1: As I said, I'm not too keen on selling any of these as or a- any of these uh, roster pieces because, you know, it just feels like the weaponry that they have. This is the best, uh, you know, I think uh, overall roster we've seen for the Saints in a really long mm-hmm. time. Um, the depth at wide receiver, uh, Alvin Kamara, all the talent in the world. Jameis Winston, who, I, I mean, say what you want, but he was he was playing really well before the torn ACL last year. But I gotta say i'm I'm looking to move on from Alvin Kamara uh, in mm. maybe not all of my leagues. I still want a couple shares. But we definitely need to be, I think, a little bit concerned. Um, you know, it, looking at players who are aging, my biggest question usually is, can they help me now? Alvin Kamara, that question mark is still looming. Like, we have no idea what to expect from Alvin Kamara and a possible suspension in the 2022 season. Marcus. It's been we one of know. the most
0: underreported stories is that like he could be facing a big suspension. And I, know it's probably because of the Deshaun Watson stuff that's really, you know, overshadowing this. But yes, we could be I mean, there's a good chance that Kamara, Kamara misses a big chunk of the season.
1: There's a very good chance of that. And Marcus, it's one of the situations that I'm kind of puzzled by because I don't feel like it's really necessarily impacted um, his overall ADP. He's going to be 27 heading into the season. Um, That's one of the oldest running backs that we see going in this range, still being drafted as an RB1 in dynasty leagues. Like he is He is absolutely aging. Um, You know, he ranks top 10 in rush attempts uh, Mm -hmm. back from dating back to when he was drafted in 2017. I think that there's an interesting just aspect going on here. Obviously, like his ADP has dropped over the offseason. I think that's probably more due to age. But I mean, the suspension here is what makes me want to move on right now instead of later on because it you know we've heard six games being thrown around I do think once that suspension comes through there are going to be many more concerns from dynasty managers in general because you're not going to have that win now value with Alvin Kamara and now you have an aging running back uh, who's touched the ball a million times Mm. over the last few seasons I think you know, obviously uh, plenty of those touches were, were, uh, you know, receptions, but I also think we have to project a decreased receiving volume. He's had at least 80 receptions, uh, every single year since he was drafted. And I don't necessarily know that we can expect a hundred targets for him. Um, you know, a- every season moving forward with the assets they have in place. I'm just, sure. no, thank you.
0: Yeah. This one's tough for me. I I'm probably more likely to buy him once the suspension gets announced or once we get some news because man, I, I still think he is a very productive player. Like we saw last year, okay. <clears throat> in the, in the six games that he played with Jameis Winston at the beginning of the season, I mean, he was averaging 110 yards per game. Uh, he scored five touchdowns in those six games. In fact, he was averaging over four receptions per game. It really dropped off his passing volume or receiving volume Once they were playing with Trevor Simeon, um, a little bit Ian Book and Taysom Hill, like those guys just weren't throwing to the running backs very often. So I still believe when he's on the field and Jameis Winston's under center, you're getting somebody who has a legitimate chance to be the number one scoring running back in any single week. So if you have the
1: concern, though, that I mean, this was definitely um, the one year that I think we saw a uh, more, more of a shift. In his usage, like much more heavily used as a pure rusher had 240 carries on the season. But Marcus, we saw a big drop in his efficiency once he was kind of used as a proper running back, Um, you know, had averaged, you know, right around five yards per carry in every single season. Um, And and then last year, we see him drop to 3.7 yards per carry once he actually saw a solid workload like Mm -hmm. that. I think all of those things should be question marks, but it, like for me, um, Alvin Kamara would be a sell kind of regardless, just based on where he's at in his career. Um, and cause we've seen how quickly these running backs drop off. Uh, like it's, it's very fast. It's furious. Um, I'm not saying that Alvin Kamara is there yet, but I want to beat, I, I want to beat this to the punch.
0: There, there's only one running back that's being drafted behind him that I would trade straight up for Alvin Kamara, and that's Aaron Jones. Outside of that, I there's just not too many guys I love. Let's let's run through it on Dynasty League Football. He's being ranked as RB 15. Antonio Gibson RB 16.
1: Uh, I'll take Kamara there, but I again I'm like historically low on Antonio yeah. Gibson. It always have been.
0: Kenneth Walker.
1: I'll take Kenneth Walker,
0: uh, Travis Etienne,
1: Travis Etienne,
0: Aaron Jones, who I mentioned, Aaron Jones, David Montgomery, uh, Alvin Kamara, yeah, Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, see, that's that's the range. Okay. It's just too. I'll take too Ezekiel much.
1: Elliott just oh. just because I I know wow. I know um, just because I'm I I'm projecting this like. For me, it's kind of like one a one B I would take Kamara at face value over Ezekiel Elliott. I think if you can get a good offer for both, you should sell, but, um, Ezekiel Elliott, I think I'm going to have more performance from in this coming season. I'm not worried about a six game suspension with Ezekiel Elliott. He's still going to touch the ball a million times. yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at, and that's not to say that I trade one for one straight up because that's not that's uh, I I always want to put that caveat out there. I'm not saying go trade Alvin Kamara for Ezekiel Elliott straight up, but if you can get Ezekiel Elliott and uh, you know a second round pick back for Alvin Kamara, I'm I'm not opposed to that, especially in a win now situation.
0: Do you know that we have Alvin Kamara together in a dynasty league?
1: Oh, I forgot about that. But it's best ball. (laughs) It's best ball. So, um, you know, we just need a a couple of other good players to step up in, uh, you know, presumably weeks one through six. Um,
0: Yeah. Then then I'm not letting you trade Alvin Kamara. I'm just just telling you. Uh, Forgot about that. That's all right. Uh, all right, let's uh I want to talk about some dynasty holds. I also want to talk about a guy that I'm buying for a little bit. Uh, but before we do that, I want to tell you about Bet Online. Betonline.net is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including uh major league baseball. We've got golf tournaments going on, we've got football coming up betonline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores podcasts and news this season betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action BetOnline, where the game starts uh do you want to mention your dynasty hole before i do my Jameis winston thing
1: Honestly, I don't have any. Um okay. I, I like I think the closest I can find to that is a, a Jarvis Landry who I think was a great off-season signing, but it, so many question marks there. I think there's going to be plenty of opportunity for um him to have some surprising games especially in PPR formats, but um I'm not really doing anything with Jarvis Landry right now, but I think he could pleasantly surprise. So that's that's, that's where I'll end it. Um, uh, but okay. again, it's, I want to buy so many of these pieces. Um, so Marcus, tell us about Jameis Winston. Yes. This is one of the ones I'm most interested in hearing about. Cause I'm totally team Winston. Let's
0: yes. go. So, uh, full disclosure, I bet on Jameis Winston yesterday to be the comeback player of the year at plus 500, which is phenomenal odds because he's going to win that award uh because the other option is like deshaun watson and deshaun watson's not winning That's comeback gross. player of the year yeah that is gross uh, and the other option is mitchell trubisky who's also not winning it because what is he coming back from I, 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 <laughs> from I buffalo From <laughs> buffalo he's coming back from buffalo uh james winston <laughs> in the five games kate that he started and finished last year excuse me the six games that he started and finished last year he had 13 passing touchdowns, three interceptions, also had a rushing touchdown. The only concern here is the passing volume. He averaged about, I don't know. I mean, it, it wasn't a ton, about 185 passing yards per game. That had a little bit to do with, there was a couple games they had some massive blowouts in, including Green Bay, New England, Washington, that they just didn't need him to throw the ball a lot. I don't think the defense is going to be as good as it was last year. And I think because... Hopefully Michael Thomas does come back. They've got Jarvis Landry, they got Chris Olave. They're going to open up the passing game a little bit more. So, if we can you know see this trend of him, you know, having a 2.2 touchdowns per game and limiting the interceptions and giving you at least something as a goal line runner. And, Kate, there's a legitimate chance that he finishes as like a low-end QB1 this season. The offensive line's really good. They kept their same offensive coordinator in Pete Carmichael. And I think the best part of it all is his price tag is so cheap right now. I think he's like quarterback 27, cornerback 28, depending on uh, the rankings you look at. There's just loads and loads of upside here.
1: So much upside here. And, you know, like, I want to bring this back to like roster construction for the saints. Like, I think that the moves that the saints have made, you know, obviously what is this offense going to look like without Sean Payton? Like there are so many different variables here, but I do think it's really interesting to see the investments they made in the receiving game, as opposed to the rushing game, even knowing, uh, this entire off season, essentially that their star running back could be in for a big suspension. Like yes. they didn't, they didn't invest in the running back position the same way that they invested in their receiving core. And I think that's super interesting. Um, uh, James Winston ranked uh 10th in quarterback rating last year, which is just like absolutely freaking he was
0: playing really crazy. Well. He was
1: and, playing really well.
0: And that was like, he, here are his leading receivers in the first five games of the season. Marquez Callaway, Deontay Harris, Alvin Kamara, Adam Troutman, and Kenny Stills, like that was the list. And those guys are all back this year, like, but they're just in reserve roles. And you just got so much more talent. I expect the volume to go up. I mean, I think he can go from 185 passing yards a game to 240 without really breaking much of a sweat. And if he keeps that touchdown rate, okay, we're talking about somebody who could legitimately throw for. 4,500 yards and 35 plus touchdowns. I mean, that's a QB one all day.
1: That's a QB one all day. And the the risk here again is so minimal. Like that's what I love about the saints right now. And they're like essentially everybody's value in dynasty leagues. Cause it feels like all of these assets have such big upside and yet we're not necessarily seeing uh, that reflected in the price tag. Even Chris Olave currently being drafted as wide receiver twenty nine. For what reason? Like, yeah. I I have like that makes absolutely no sense to me. Like, at more than ten spots ahead of him is Traylon Burks. Like, give me Chris Olave right. over Traylon Burks 100%. every single day of the week. Um, and when I'm all in on a team's receiving core and those assets. You've got to look back to the quarterback. Jameis Winston has done it so many times. We know the upsides there. Um, And I think there's probably no better asset to buy, especially in two quarterback or super flex leagues. Um, Yes.
0: All day. One more thing. This is his third year going into the system. Like it's, it's not like he's, you know, hasn't been here. Doesn't know Pete Carmichael's offense. Like he's going to know it and know it well. So I'm all in. I think he's going to have a huge year. I saw some of the videos of him looking really slim. He looks healthy. Okay, sort of I think fun
1: little workouts, his little yeah. wiggles, and his little.
0: Uh, I'm just say we are again. I want to mention this dynasty league that we're together in. I, I think we should try to make a trade for Jameis Winston <gasps> right now.
1: I would love that. And you know what? It's a best ball league, which is like the perfect situation because you get all that upside and none of the risk, baby. I love it. Let's do it. I'm just, I guess I'm a Saints fan this year. Yes,
0: we are going to be, I think we need to like get Saints polos and wear them on the (gasps) podcast. Oh, my gosh. Fun,
1: and like man. maybe some glasses. And I guess that's the jersey I should get. Maybe yeah. um that, like just all Saints gear. I could be the Locked on Saints uh, <laughs> hashtag uh, Ross. Shout uh, out to Ross. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the Locked on Saints uh, podcast. Go, <laughs> go give them a listen because apparently we're a Saints centric yeah, podcast now.
0: Yes, we are. All right, we want to thank you guys for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen today. Now make your second listen to Locked On NFL podcast. Our national NFL experts and insiders keep fans dialed in with the biggest stories and the latest news from around the league because an offseason doesn't equal a break in the action. And while you're listening to the podcast, go check out Locked On Saints, as, as Kate mentioned. Uh, you can follow our show on Twitter at Locked On Dynasty. You can check us out over on YouTube. Shows being uploaded every single day over there. Follow Kate at FF ball blast. And I'm at Marcus underscore Mosher, And we'll see you guys right back here tomorrow.